Jerk of all trades podcast. We are back, my friends. Coming back from a couple episodes of the video corner. I know we, you guys like them. Yes. We like them too. We figured Scott Steiner would be the only way to kick this bad boy off. The Absolutely. big pop of pump, Freakzilla, the big bad booty daddy, the big bad mama jamma. <laughs> I don't know if that was one of them. Oh, wait, but... that was. <laughs> But there is one thing that we have to mention, that Big Papa Pump is your hookup, and holler if you hear me. A lot of people are hollering for him, man. Scotty Steiner. Absolutely. How fun was that video corner, Oh, man. Video corner was a lot of fun. Uh, We had two back-to-back weeks of uh, video corner. We had our all-wrestling edition, and then we had our kind of cornucopia, a little mixtape a bunch of different fun videos and stuff. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and uh, I definitely enjoy doing those. Yeah, so. had to switch it up, you know, try something different yeah. than the, you know, regular monotonous uh, jerk of all trades. Hey, so, hey let's not call it monotonous. <laughs> no, I mean, like, week after week, we, we, we hit you with these topics, and s- sometimes <laughs> we just throw you a little curve. And, Absolutely. Uh, hit you with some videos, man. Yeah, throw you a little curveball. Uh, so, yeah, we got a great show this week. We got lots of great topics for you. Got bionic eyes. We got smart condoms. Uh, that is an interesting one. Uh, we got limo drivers that are trying to prove that the Earth is flat by launching homemade rockets and so much more. But we're gonna start it off with something very near and dear to the jerks, and that is motherfucking fuck the FCC, and we want our net neutrality. So let's uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, I think Ray will probably be the resident expert on the net neutrality here. <laughs> I've read up on it, and I still don't quite understand it fully. Yeah, so essentially, like, all right, so, you know, I'm sure people probably know the backstory, but whatever. You know, we'll give them the, you know, the the actual backstory. Uh, so you have uh, the federal, uh, the uh, Federal Communications Commission is going to vote to put an end to net neutrality, which was actually passed in 2015. Uh, Commission Chairman uh, Ajit uh, Pai said, uh the proposal will reverse Title II classification of Internet uh, providers, which allows the agency to put strict limits on their behavior and replace uh, with uh, with old information service classification, which a federal court has ruled, whatever, blah, 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 blah. All right. So essentially what this is going to do is like at this point. Um, there's regulations on the Internet service providers um, that they have to basically, you know, provide the Internet to people uninterrupted and they can't you know filter off certain portions of the internet they can't they have to charge you and it doesn't matter what the price is or the speed i mean you have to know that um and that's not always amazing but um basically they have to give you the whole of the internet and they can't do what they do with like for example uh cable so with cable it's like you know, it's not like you just pay a fee and you just get like 
every bit of, you know, um, cable television, they have different packages. So, you know, hey, you have basic cable or you have... The sports channels. Right. You know, well, you can't even do shit like... You have to add the, you know, add those things. And so essentially... Um, what this is going to allow them, and I mean, this is not to say that they're going to do this, um, but you know, with uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the thing that when while I was reading all this, there's a lot of theories going around, but nobody really knows for sure what's going to happen. Right. So we don't know for sure, but here's what we do know for sure: that <laughs> the companies behind this, which is Comcast and Verizon, um, I mean, they're not to be fucking trusted. Like, they, these companies want monopolies, and they want to be able to serve their own interests. And so, like, for example, Comcast owns NBC, Verizon owns Yahoo, and AOL. So, okay, all right, so you got uh, Verizon who owns Yahoo and uh, AOL. They are providing, you know, internet to people, and so they can choose to basically tether um, competing, you know, like Google, for example, they could, you know, they could not, they could not give you, you know, Google at the speeds that they're giving you Yahoo. So you have to utilize their shitty, um, you know, search engine or whatever it might be. Um, and they can do that in many different ways. You know, they could, uh, you know, if you want to be able, let's say that you play, you know, video games, they can basically have a package that you have to pay for, Hey, the video game package, and this will allow you to be able to connect to servers and, you know, be able to basically play video games. A little more a la carte, so to speak. Right. So like, you know, in theory, you know, and the reason why, you know, they want to pass this is that, you know, hey, this will allow the different internet service providers to be more competitive and not be so stagnated and that they could um, essentially, you know, do things like that and like offer a la carte packages and stuff like that. I wonder how this would work on cell phones because you get your 4G package for like, you know, 60, 70 bucks for unlimited. Are they going to, you know, chop off social media and the Gmail and the video games? Well, I guess not video games on uh, the cell phone, but like... There's a there's a lot of different areas that, you know, they would have to go through for this. Right. So, I mean, in theory, I mean, they could utilize this to like the big thing that they're saying, too, is, and you know, people that are, you know, pushing for this, which obviously is, you know, not uh, not a lot, uh, not a lot of people on the Internet. I got to be not... honest. I think it would save me some money. <laughs> Here's the thing. I though. get my basic ten dollar <laughs> package and then just give me the sports channels and I'm good. <laughs> No, just so kidding. right, but the problem would be with that would be you know then you know hey you want Facebook you have to pay to you know be able nah, to use social media that'd be the first one gone um, <laughs> and they could basically choose to essentially this gives them the power to block off entire portions of the internet like they can basically say you're not you're not allowed to go to this part at all or you know so how does this deal with like. Things like DuckDuckGo and like other search engines, they're tethered to this internet that's all the same for everybody, or they can't create their own like uh, you know portion of the internet where people can go to. Right. So, all right. So here's the big problem: is that so with this, and this is actually the point that I was gonna get to before I veered off in some other fucking direction. No. <laughs> but uh, uh, essentially, um, they. Uh, oh man, I totally lost track of where I was going with that. Uh, what was what was your question again? Like DuckDuckGo and Google and the search oh, engines. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. So what they're saying is, is that this will make it more competitive. You know, 
you'll have multiple different uh, internet service providers that would be competing against each other. So if you didn't like what a certain ISP was doing, you could go to a different ISP. But the problem is, is that uh, I saw the numbers and I don't have them in front of me, um, but I think it was like 75% of people that have the uh, have capabilities of internet in the United States do not have more than one option for broadband internet. So Interesting. essentially what you're, what you could be left with is you have one choice, which I mean, where we live, we have two choices. We have, um, we have spectrum, which I think spectrum is owned by Verizon. I'm fa- uh, fairly oh, certain. No more Jones inner cable. No, jo- no Jones inner cable. <laughs> wow. That was a fucking throwback. That's a throwback right there. Um, but you have, you know, we have the cable company and then we have AT&T. Like those are our two choices uh, essentially. But if you've got these two companies who are basically like running the fucking show, they can create a monopoly and then they can do whatever the fuck they want. And here's the bottom line on this. Are they, you know, yeah, they might not do these things, but chances are these companies have proven in the past that they're probably going to do those things and that they're probably going to fuck us over and they're probably going to block portions of the Internet. Well, you know, your Internet's going to cost more. You know what you got to do? You got to invest in Verizon now. No. Get your stock options in Verizon no. right now. Fuck. Everybody's signing up. <laughs> yeah, so, so It's a monopoly. The the biggest problem is is that so the internet is like the last bastion of hope and the last free flow of information for people. You know, you've got like, you know, look at television, right? Like you've got the major networks that are all, you know, they're all fucking owned by the the same companies and they control the flow of information and what people can see and control people's minds. And they're, you know, like, and so this could give the ability to those companies that are basically providing internet uh, access to the majority of uh, United States citizens. It could give them so much power to be able to, chop up the internet into their little idea of what they want it to be. I just think that there's too many hackers and there's too many rich billionaires out there that would create an alternative to this, to this all going down. I just don't think that people would go down without a fight with, with this going on. Well, they're not, they're not going to though, because I mean, there's going to be a a lot. So basically, um, this is going to pass like this is going to pass, um, the um the breakdown of um this this dude and the other people in the FCC that are going to vote on it um it's going to it's going to pass 3 to 2 so that doesn't mean that it's not going to it's going to go and be enacted right away it's going to start you know there's going to be um you know court battles on this you've got you know huge companies like Google um and Facebook that are fighting against this that don't want this to happen yeah, I tell you right now you go against Google and they are, they are. That's you're gonna have a hard time. That is what's happening here. You know, Comcast, Verizon, and AT and T are going to battle with Facebook and Google, and you know, countless other huge companies because those companies stand to have a lot to lose. You know, this uh, just goes into my prediction I predicted earlier. I actually made this prediction like three or four years ago. Google government, Google's yeah. gonna say fuck you. 
We we don't play by your rules. Come come play with us if you want to have some fun. Google government, go get your ID from the uh, Google DMV. Well, that was the problem. <laughs> and become a citizen of uh, the Google states of America or whatever. I mean, the problem was is that Google was trying to build their own infrastructure and you know provide internet. It's ex- happening. It's happening on a much much smaller oh, scale than uh, than they wanted it to. I'm telling you right now, they got blocked by a lot of these companies that they're battling battling against right now this would be the for real world war three google versus washington dc <laughs> i swear to god man i don't know that that's the i don't know that that's the full battle i think it's it's corporate battle it's corporate battle and you've got these you've got these companies that are you know buying out politicians to you know they're lobbying them to support whatever shit they want to happen so they can i mean in the end this is going to end up with more money another aspect of this too is is that with this because they're able to tether and slow down certain certain portions of the internet or certain websites they can then have like pay access where um those companies would have to pay to have their service streamed uh you know like youtube or netflix for, for example like hd or whatever right like to uh provide the amount of uh bandwidth to be able to give you know high definition video or whatever and then they're going to charge the customers more right so then they're going to pass that on and some and some companies you know probably are not going to pay it um, but the other problem is is that then smaller companies smaller websites are like you know they use as an example youtube versus the brand new streaming uh service that Obviously, the brand new uh, streaming service is not going to have the money to be able to pay to, you know, have, you know, their speeds uh, be, you know, met by consumers. And so thus they're fucked. So um, you've got big companies, you know, like I read uh, Etsy and I forgot what uh, the other website was that, um, I mean, they would have never been able to build to the level that they did in this type of environment should they be able to, you know, do it the way that they want to do it. So this is going to be a uh, a long hard fought battle. You know, it's not it's going to pass, but um I think people are very very vehemently against it. Um obviously, you know, the internet is against it and um you know, some big companies are against it. So I think that this we're going to see This is really interesting because there's a lot of powerhouses that are on the same side working together against something they have no control over. Yeah, they have. They are powerless, if you will. I don't. I don't think they're powerless though, because they've got. What do they have? They've got the ultimate power. They've got money. Well, they have money, but like they don't have the internet anymore. I mean, they. I mean, they would still have the internet. I mean, the big. the The problem is, you know, our access to the internet. You know, until there's more options for ISPs, and that's the big problem. Is like, you know, unless you're in a big city, I mean. That would that would have to be Google's first move, right? Well, they to create their own. They were already doing that. Oh, the oh, I read about that. Uh, yeah, they got earlier this year. They got fucking cock blocked every dude. So well, that's what I'm saying. They're powerless. They they should have they should have had that in many many more cities. Um, I'm actually interested to see where that's at now. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I remember they were gonna offer a la carte television. Where you just pay for the channel that you want to pay for. You don't like you just pay a dollar for ABC or a dollar for NBC or you know two dollars for ESPN or whatever for the month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Google Fiber. Google um, Fiber. Yeah. Shout out to our friends out there in yeah. uh, Mountain View, California. Listening yeah, that, to the podcast. That was uh, that was a big ah! thing too. Oh, the weekly Eddie hits his fucking head. God damn it! I hate this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
every fucking week. We'll we'll have a, a best of Eddie hitting his head on the fucking. Uh, yes, one of our listeners needs a compilation of uh, Eddie the Jerk hitting his headphones on his pop filter. Oh my god! <laughs> Hopefully that bought you enough time to. Yeah, no, I've I've, I've got it. <laughs> um. So yeah. So. Uh, come back from the Eddie hitting his head. I'm I'm gonna edit that. That's gonna be the best of Eddie hitting his head. <laughs> it, it never fails. I, I gotta get like skinnier headphones. Yeah, these are too thick. Maybe I'll get you uh, skinnier headphones for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah. So uh, Google Fiber. I was pretty stoked about it. Uh, one of the big things uh, with Google Fiber is that it's uh it's a uh. One uh, a thousand megabits or one gigabit is your uh, download speed. So actually, through wait one gigabit, one gigabit. That's smaller than a megabyte. That's a thousand megabytes. Oh fuck! Right. That's huge. Yeah. So and like for example, like for the longest time, I had like twenty or thirty megabytes down. Um, I got uh when my cable company got bought out by another cable company, they doubled it. And they gave me 60, so I had 60 uh, megabytes oh, down. And uh, this is actually funny, and this will uh, tie into our connection to the next story. Um, they actually just sent me, literally as the net neutrality story was dropping, they emailed me and just, actually, I don't know if they emailed me or sent me a letter. I think they e- emailed me and said, hey, we uh, we just upgraded your internet. And we just gave you 100 megabytes because, you know, hey, you know, because we're nice, because we wanted to. We're not charging you more. That's pretty dope. Totally. I, the cyn- the cynic in me knows that it's a distractionary method on their mm. part, you know? Nobody gets anything for free. Right. So, and still, that's one-tenth of what Google Fiber is. And so that's the big problem, too, is that the, the current infrastructure in a lot of these areas is already, these fiber optics are already capable of of these type of uh, speeds, but they already do fucking block you. They fucking tether you. And especially if you're, if you are a big user um, and the original net neutrality actually was um, supposed to uh, eliminate their ability to be able to do that for specific people. So I still have my fucking questions because I tend to use a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of data. I use a lot of bandwidth every month. Um, I'd actually be interested to fucking do a speed test. I'll do a speed test right now mm. um, to see what your speeds are at right now. Right. So I'm supposed to be getting a hundred megabytes down. That is so like first world problems. I know. <laughs> It really is. I only got see. 97. Let's try it. Where what happened to my 100? All right. It's going. It's going. I've got... Where's your ping at? Ping 16. Oh, that's low. 16, and I am getting... On my cell phone, I get like 67 ping. Uh, I got 55 uh, megabytes per second, and then I'm getting somewhere around 10 uh, on up. So I'm supposed to be getting a hundred and I'm not obviously not getting that. So no. anyway, so fuck them. Um, I definitely would like to see uh, Google fiber. Let's check my eligibility here. Um, I put in my address. I'm on the Google fiber website. I can see. Oh, nice. And I, I mean, I already know what this is going to tell me. Hell to the no. <laughs> check eligibility. You're a soldier sold the Verizon. Uh, it's not available in my area. All right, so yeah, we are so, always going to be the last. Nobody yeah. wants to come up here and do yeah. business. We're uh, we're kind of fucked, but yeah. um, anyway, but yeah, people are pissed off right now. I actually wanted to mention uh, people actually were uh, 
were protesting outside of Verizon stores uh, all throughout the nation. Um, and so there's some uh, fun pictures online. Here's a picture of like the little uh, pointer finger uh, icon that you see on uh, Windows. Uh, and that's a middle finger. I wonder where this was at. Uh, this was uh, in uh, Tampa. Uh, Tampa, Harrison, Arkansas, all over. Okay, there it is. Seattle, yeah. you know, fucking okay. everywhere. Really nice weather because I was gonna say there's no snow on the ground yeah. on these protests. Lots of people, uh, lots of people in front of pink buildings. Um, I mean, you want to create anarchy? You take hmm. away a motherfucker's internet and they'll fucking go crazy. Yeah, they're not fucking happy. Here's somebody with a barbed wire thing that's a uh, internet cord. I don't understand the SpongeBob uh, picture. Yeah, I don't really know that meme all that well. Um, let's see. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Oh, we had him. <laughs> he would be freaking out about that. Yes. Oh, how, how do you think his reaction is going to be to the? Ah! <laughs> why? Why? Ah! Ugh, ah! Not the bees! Ah! The bees! Not the bees! Just starts punching himself. And in then the he face. would dress. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would uh, dress up in a bear costume and punch a lady in the fucking face. <laughs> Kick some lady into a fucking uh, <laughs> bookcase or something. Um. So yeah. So well, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. People are pretty pissed off. Um. You know. They. Yeah. The only way to let your voices to be heard is if you. Yeah. Get out there and protest. Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Verizon. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, fuck the FCC. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool at all. Yeah. Uh, what's up with Verizon? Man, they're launching. You were just talking about hundred megabits and gigabyte, gigabits and megabytes. Uh, they're launching five G in Sacramento, California, next year. Look at them. <laughs> this is like another one of those. This uh, is your thing where they. This is yeah. the dis- the fucking distraction, dude. Totally the oh, distraction. Oh, sure. They're like, hey, look, you got the 5G. Hey, we're going to give you 5G, bro. So, uh, yeah, Sacramento, California is likely to be the first city to get access to the 5G network, <clears throat> which promises to be 10 to 100 times faster than the company company's speediest existing cellular connection. So 100 times faster than what like 25 megabytes down yeah yeah that I mean, is it's... fucking ridiculous so my data plan is shit even on, on unlimited because they only give you like 30 gigs a month that's like two 4k videos on youtube wait you have wait you have 30 gigs that's what your that's what your that's allowance what, is that's what after 30 gigs they start to throttle you you have 30 gigs oh my god dude i have like six yeah 30 still not enough 30, you're using, 30 ain't shit. You're using more than 30? Uh, it depends on the month. If I get wow. stranded somewhere with no internet or no Wi-Fi, then I'm definitely hitting up that. Damn, but, dude. But, dude, a four a 10-minute 4K video is, what, two gigs? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to use up that data. So uh, unless Verizon's hitting me with, you know, a 1,000 gigs a month before you start throttling me, this 5G internet don't mean shit to me because I'm going to use that up in, what, four days, five days? I mean, get the fuck out of here with yeah. your 4K. Your 4K video goes around three times, and you're you getting a text message saying you're in the top one percent of the fucking entire world of I'm internet not, users. I'm gonna, as you're doing this too, I'm gonna look up because I actually looked up uh, how much I use on my actual internet, um, and I'll let I'll let people know the breakdown of that because it's pretty fucking high. Um, so yeah, shout out to Kelly and getting that good 5G internet. Hopefully, you don't go over your data plan real quick. Verizon is estimating that the market opportunity for initial 5G residential broadband services to be approximately 
30 million households nationwide, which is a lot of motherfucking people. Yeah. So uh, what do you got, Ray? Uh, hold on. Oh, I thought you were I'm, done. I'm almost there. Okay. So okay, uh, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. In in August, I used 740 gigabytes. And gigabytes? In, yeah. In Wait, se- on your phone or your computer? No, on my computer. Oh. <laughs> uh, I used 741 gigabytes in September. I Ooh. used 505 gigabytes in October. Ah, I slacking. used 522 in November, and I am at 112 already. It's only been like 10 days, not even like six right. days. Yeah. Wow. So, that's a lot of gigs. Yeah. And on my phone, I've used. Well, there is two people living here, though. Yeah. I mean, I stream a lot. I download a lot. I play video games online. So, um, yeah. I, a lot I, of work on the podcast, too. I can't imagine what it used to look like, though. because Well, like in the late 90s? No, when I was on heavy downloading, I would, oh. dude, I was like, down, I was, <laughs> I was downloading or uploading shit all the fucking time. Uh, uh, you might not want to admit this on the podcast. I mean, it could be legally, right? <laughs> this might be used against you. It might be used against me in a court of law. Yeah. They could so. get your robot lawyer. Yeah. So, yeah, 5G is cool. Um, I mean, the would bi- you be open to that? Are you signing up for 5G internet when it comes available? Um, I, I mean, honestly, um, 100 I, times faster, but really, would you notice the difference? Oh, if for, yeah, for sure. For sure. But what would be the difference? It'd only be like a couple second difference in loading a website or like. I mean, I think, it, yeah, it's definitely on like when you're utilizing it for like, you know, watching videos and stuff it's like gotta that. It's got to be for like 4K video. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, things are getting bigger and bigger and, you know, um, higher quality and such. So, I, I mean, yeah, it's cool. I But my big thing is just like, you know, what are, you know, what sort of data caps are you providing to people? Because, fuck, I, I use Wi-Fi all the time when I'm at home. I forget to turn it on sometimes, but I always try to use Wi-Fi when I can. Um, and I'm going over my fucking data plan like every fucking month and I got six gigs. And I have yeah. like a data stash or whatever, and I used all that shit up. I had AT and T before, and I was uh, grandfathered into the um, unlimited plan. But then they Ooh. started uh, tethering me after five. I thought you couldn't get tethered in the grandfather plan. No, no, they did. Oh, and then it, it literally made my phone unusable, and so I had to leave. And that's what they wanted too. They wanted people to that were grandfathered in. They wanted them to leave. Yeah, so for sure. That's the biggest thing with this is like, what sort of data plans are they going to offer on this? It's great. Yeah, you have great service. Um, but you know, what am I going to have to pay for it? It's crazy. So, but yeah, it's cool. yeah, that's another thing. The price is the price going to be worth it to jump from four G to five G? Because I'll tell you right now, 4G is perfectly fine. The Wi-Fi speeds are perfectly fine. Like, I, I'm I'm not somebody that needs the latest and greatest all the time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm usually uh, I'm not an early adopter. I like to wait a little bit, but uh, you know, that's very like smart. That. That's very wise. Like I, you know, I have you know, what do I? I don't even know what it is. I think I have an iPhone seven, maybe, and like I'll usually wait. You know two maybe three you know versions of you know before i get a new phone you don't want that samsung blowing up in your pocket (laughs) yeah no uh but yeah i usually wait until something actually goes wrong with my phone and i actually have to buy a new phone like you know as long as my phone is still working although apple has a history of making their uh their software for their phones like work the new- sh- shittier on yeah. the older phones it's actually been proven that they the do newer that. updates just fuck your shit right up right 
That's what I'm worried about with my iPad. I'm just yeah. I'm just waiting for this new update to fuck it all up. Yeah, you know what? I just updated my phone. I have an iPhone seven that's older than your uh, iPad, and I updated it. And I'm actually bad. I don't auto update or anything. Um, so no, fuck that shit with Apple. <laughs> okay, I've had I've had to brick my phone before too. So you got to be fucking careful with shit like that. But uh, um, especially because I don't use the cloud to back my stuff up either. So I've lost a lot of stuff before. Um, but anyway. Yeah, they, that's been proven to happen. But the new update on Apple, it didn't, you know, it didn't mess anything up. So cool, cool. So yeah, so uh, that is definitely some light speed internet. And speaking of light speed, how about the crowdfunded flat Earth believing limo driver that's trying to launch himself into space in a homemade rocket? You seriously <laughs> you can't write this shit. So. Oh my God, Mad Mike Hughes. Mad Mike fucking Hughes. So on the surface, you're thinking, what crazy millennial is gonna be? strapping himself in a rocket to prove that the earth is flat right guess how old this motherfucker is ray 61 years old 61 years old <laughs> i wasn't even looking at that i just remembered that from earlier he's 61 years old he believes the earth is flat and he wants to send himself out into space and <laughs> prove that it's flat or out into the atmosphere and prove that it's flat yeah and you know what i mean the the crazy thing from this is that um, so he has actually, uh, he's actually done this before. He's actually, uh, shot himself in a rocket, um, across the desert in, uh, Arizona. He flew a quarter of a mile, I guess. Um, so, but, uh, he was crowdfunding this thing and like, it was originally, it was scheduled for early, to, uh, 2016. He had a Kickstarter campaign. It was called from garage to outer space. Um, it mentioned, uh, that mentioned nothing about Illuminati astronauts and was themed after a NASCAR event. Um, so anyway, uh, that didn't actually go all that well. Um, he raised $310 out of his $150,000 goal. Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, then he made other pitches, uh, the sky limo, I guess. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a limo driver by the way. Um, but Those yeah, fucking limo, drivers. fucking limo driver. Uh, but anyway, yeah, then he all of a sudden changed and he became a flat earther and he was able to raise the $20,000 that he needed. Um, and apparently uh, it turned into some sort of fucking crazy conspiracy theorist. Uh, he said, John Glenn and Neil Armstrong are Freemasons. Once you understand that, you understand the roots of deception. He talked about Elon Musk's fake reality. He talked about the Antichrist and Illuminati. So, um, you know, he checked all the boxes. I don't know if he said that 9-11 was an inside job, but he really checked all the other conspiracy boxes. Um, John F. Kennedy, there was a second shooter, I think. Um, and the earth is fucking flat. <laughs> so, yeah, so he got his money um, and he fucking, you know, he was going to do this shit. And then he got shut down. Thank God. He would have killed himself, probably. Yeah. Uh, before you know, before we uh, before we talk about him, sixty one years old, he would have had a heart attack halfway <laughs> through it. Before we uh, before we talk about that, let's uh, let's watch the video. This is actually the Mad Mike rocket test. Um, this video was from twenty twelve, and this is uh, let's see how this goes. Let's, cool. let's see what this looks like. So you got that queued up? I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Here we go. We're rolling. I think. All right, here we go. All right, we're out in the field here. Mad Mike. Okay, we're rolling. Mad Mike on YouTube. Yep. Rocket test three. I think, I think we're rolling for it right now. I think he said we're rolling. Go ahead. You give me a, some kind of a countdown or something. You're rolling, right? Oh, he, how are you rolling? Focused on it. Wait, they're uh, wait, they're taking they're taking the legs, ecstasy dude. right now. Why the fuck are they doing that? Oh, he, he's definitely not southern at all. Oh my god. I don't see anything in this this thing right here. 
Is this what NASA launches look cowboy like? Cowboy hats. Okay. Yeah. Cowboy boots and cowboy hats. That's what you need. Oh, yeah, man. still there. When did this get uploaded? I'm going to check. 20, 2012. Holy, this is old. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that... Uh... If it starts shooting stuff, just like now. Okay. <laughs> it starts shooting like fire at your face, like hot burning coals and shit. Just like duck down a little bit, block your eyes. Cover your brain, cover your heart. Is he, right. is he wearing PPE for this? Probably not. Oh, man. This is the equivalent of like somebody lighting off fireworks. Oh, my God. He's just got a big stick. He's running away. Oh, my God. He failed. It's a, nope. it's a fucking dud. Oh! oh! Oh my god. Oh, it didn't go. It didn't oh fucking my god. go. It didn't go. It just this is where it goes off and it kills that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take your own advice, you dummy. Oh, so boy. To, so to cover, take cover. You walk this right up to This is why he it. only got $310. Well, I'll tell you what. That fucking fart was amazing. Oh, he shook his hand. <laughs> They're clapping. There's, there's, oh my God, there's Asian you know people. That, why was there? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure why I doubted him. I'm sure the earth is flat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so needless to say, apparently the U.S. government wasn't all that happy about it. And uh, yeah, they decided to shut his ass down. So he was, uh, he was actually just about to do this. Uh, he had previously announced plans to launch himself, uh, but the launch uh, was supposed to happen on the 25th of November. Um, but the uh, the Bureau of Land Management got wind, uh, not the wind from uh, the that, wind beneath their wings. <laughs> yeah, not from uh, not from that rocket, and uh, they uh, they shut it down. They said it couldn't happen because it was on uh, public land. So um, it says yeah, that probably he, a good idea. He had uh, he had built his steam powered rocket out of salvaged parts in his garage for a personal cost of twenty thousand dollars. He also bought a motorhome and converted it into a ramp, which is something you do. Uh, the rocket, once the rocket was afloat, he planned to ditch it and he was going to parachute back to Earth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he. Uh, I hope that parachute worked better than that fucking rocket thing he just oh blasted off. Oh my god! <laughs> he said the launch was supposed to be a first stage in a long-term uh, effort to fly high enough to photograph the disk Earth and disprove that the Earth is a sphere. Uh, blah 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 blah. Okay, whatever. So apparently, you only have to go to thirty-five thousand feet to see the curvature of the Earth. You know what I was wondering? What if the Earth isn't quite round and isn't quite flat? What if it was like a semicircle? What, yeah. <laughs> what if it's like an octagon or something? No, like, what, <laughs> what if it was like a little? Uh, it had a flat bottom, but like it was a circle on the top of it. That could that could be. I'll tell you what we're uh, we're we're pl we're planning on we're gonna watch some flat Earth videos here and we're gonna see yeah we can we're check, gonna, oh yeah we got the videos we got lined we've up. got one that's pro and we've got one that's uh, that's debunking so yeah we're we like see. to look at both sides of the coin you know we are the JOET podcast we call it right down the middle the way we see it so it's all right call it right down the middle daddy that's right we are like bill l fucking fonzo fonzi so. man yeah. calling right down the middle so we have to look at both sides of the coin here. All right, so first video that we're going to check out, uh, this was posted by Flat Earth, um, is the page, and uh, it's called The Video That Everybody Need to Watch. It's mm. not called Needs to Watch. Um, need to Watch. Need to Watch. So, yeah, let's fucking... Facebook.com, The Video Everybody Need to Watch by Flat Earth. 
Yes, so let's let's check it out. You're on it, I assume, right? Yep. Rocket man. This is what the rocket guy was trying to do the whole time. This is pretty intense. This is pretty uh pretty good. Don't use any licensed music, goddammit. Oh YouTube. One thing I really want your generation to embrace is that the Earth is a closed system. We cannot leave the Earth. There's no place to go. <laughs> All right. They got no star, that, Starbucks in our space? That was Bill Nye, man. Bill Nye, the uh, motherfucking science guy. Okay. We're still uh, on that camera. Going up. I could still have breaks. It's... It literally stopped. All of that angular oh, momentum there from, we go. from the rotation of the rocket oh. and the linear momentum from flying up just stopped. No, it had to hit something. <laughs> Truman hit, Show, bro. If it hit a solid surface, the rocket would have been destroyed. That's what I think of when I think of Flat Earth, the Truman Show, the ending of it. You know that this is going to be good when the reference point is a bunch of fucking movies. This uh, this has a lot of a mainstream action going on here. Oh, the uh, the Simpsons called it. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I remember that episode. I've never seen that one. That was uh, early season. Oh wow. I know we have still not shattered that highest and hardest glass ceiling, but someday. Someone will, and hopefully sooner than we might. Oh, know. of course, she was talking about the Earth being right, flat there. Duh. Okay. Confirmed. Uh, this is from the Bible. Sitteth upon the circle of Earth, and the inhabitants no therefore are grasshoppers that stretch, stretch us out of the heavens as a curtain and spreadeth them out as a tent. This time. Thanks to you, it's got about 18 million cracks in it, and it may be hard to oh see tonight. Oh my God. But we are all standing under a glass ceiling right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Truman Show! Yes! People figured out that we were in a closed system. The more he just runs right into the wall. It's, it's the biggest thought great. on our minds. That's all we care about. You could make a wildlife preserve a thousand miles square. All people, you know, all human beings would do is just be knocking on the fence constantly. You know, what, why is this yes, fence? Yes, if anybody has never seen the Truman Show, so so it's a very good movie. It's a great movie. I suggest you should watch it. never come close to it. Also, you should watch uh, Jim and Andy. I haven't seen that one. The That's the, the world which we're Andy Kaufman, Jim Carrey thing. They talk about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of shit to watch. Your world is photoshopped. Uh, here's some Gro GoPro. GoPro Pictures is the... T I don't know which one was the real one or not. <laughs> oh, my God. Was that a Muppet? I think that was a Cookie Monster. That was a Muppet. Wind up. Fuck you, Muppets. Y'all yes, a bunch of Muppets. Why don't we fall off when we walk underneath, Miss Sarah? Because of a force called gravity. Gravity! Fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson, you fucking liar. something we can't see. <laughs> Lie, no, motherfucker. great invisible force that keeps us all here on Earth. Oh, there's a, this guy looks pissed. Every time I hear gravity, I think of that John Mayer song. I don't know that one. Gravity! Oh my god. You're told right. It's pretty don't good. Listen to <laughs> I 
I've been patient with you, Cyril. Who knows I've been patient. What is this, like, gun smoke or some shit? Yeah, this is, like, very pilgrimage-like style. Was discovered by Sir Isaac Newton in 1687. That's almost 200 years ago. She ain't too ago, bad looking for... No. You know, there was only one law. He's not as good looking. No, I, hope, I sure hope she didn't have to bang him to no get the role. Okay, next question. <laughs> wow. No, here's the difference. We can describe gravity. We can say what it does to other things. We can... We can measure it, predict with it. But when you start asking, like, what it is, I, I, I don't know. Einstein, in an Einsteinian answer, we would say gravity is the curvature of space and time. And that and objects will follow. I the love the graphics on this thing. Yeah. We huh? interpret that as a force. So because you that don't understand it, like, answer I can give clearly it doesn't right. exist. Or why is if it? you don't know, just say you that's don't the know. Best I, can do I think that that's a good start. Oh, I've seen these videos. Inside of NASA. They're showing oh the uh, CGI NASA videos that are could be seen as fraudulent. Oh my god. What? Dinosaurs. Don't kick the baby. Or no, that's not this. Not the mama. Not the mama. Well, yeah, there you go. Wrong. The world is actually round like an orange. The world is an orange. Hmm. Mm, okay. And and well, that's it. Where it's do you get your idea. information? Oh, remember that show Dinosaurs from like TGIF from like the early 90s? Yeah, there. <laughs> well, they do say art imitates life. Yeah, that is true. Is uh, is dinosaurs considered to be art? <laughs> Talking dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. What? My name's not Copernicus. I'm Charlene Sinclair. You're not Copernicus? This isn't 16th century Poland? You done fucked up. Oh, fuck. She's only 12 years old, motherfucker. <laughs> Google Earth! Google oh, Earth, no. dude. And in two weeks, we won't be able to have this information anymore. Google government. And the FCC won't allow it. Your brain has three dimensionalized. Oh, yeah, that's the Earth. How? To repetition. Let's just all get on our hands and knees and wait for a scientist or an astronaut to come along or Neil deGrasse Tyson to come along and bestow upon us their knowledge. So, so are you sold yet? This is the evolution. Ah, uh, yeah. I put definitely. God, the Earth the is definitely flat. I'm a flat Earther right now. Side, and evolution on the left. I won't change my mind because I don't have to because I'm an American. I'm dug in. And I'll Semicircle. Mm. Yes. Look, you're wasting our time. This is you're not, not the most not compelling argument I've ever heard. And why is that? <laughs> because the smartest It's really just a bunch of clips from TV shows. All agree that it's real. That is true. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Mr. Reynolds, these were all the smartest <laughs> bitch, scientists. Bitch, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Isaac Newton, bitch. Straight up bitch. <laughs> Galileo, <insane>. bitch. <laughs> Aristotle, the biggest bitch in the fucking world ever. I kind of like Aristotle, but ma fuck you, Aristotle. For the sake of comedy, bitch. bitch. And what makes you think what your scientists are writing is any more truer than my saints? Because there are volumes of proven data, numbers. No fossils found in the poured through the data Evolution. Oh yeah. The figures. Well, no, no. Besides the Neanderthals. Interesting. So let me get this straight, Mr. Reynolds. You get your information from a book written by men you've never met. 
and you take their words as truth based on a willingness <laughs> to believe. A Neil deGrasse Tyson accept, was on the cover of Cosmo. One thing I, I'm not aware of, really, is how he became so popular. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like, he became Look, popular just I mean, out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, he's been in the like... science community for quite a long time, but yeah, he definitely blew up. I rest my case. Humans, for the most part, don't have a clue. They don't want one or need one either. They're happy. They think they have a good bead on things. Man in black. Here comes the man in black. People are smart. They can handle good it. Good movie. If a person is smart, people are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 1,500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat. And 15 minutes ago, you knew that people were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. I mean, I will agree. <laughs> but at this point, oh, sorry. Fear before him, all the earth, the world also shall be stable, that it be not moved. That is from Chronicles 1630. Interesting. The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he hath girded himself. He put on a girdle. Um, and I missed the rest of that. The world is joke. established and cannot be moved. Uh -huh. <laughs> Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth, the world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Definitely like to get my science from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the best place to get your fucking scientific facts, right? Uh, no comment. I mean, you know, I, I don't want the religious people coming after me. <laughs> All right, that was it, huh? All right, there that, it was. that was faster than I thought it would. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, believe what you want to believe, uh, you know, on spirituality, but it's not science. So, so all right, and then uh, here's gonna be a counterpoint. Um, th this has 18 million views. Uh, oh this is, shit! This is called "Is the Earth okay?" Actually wait, 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 yeah, flat? back. To, yeah, we're back to YouTube. If you're watching along yes, with us, YouTube is Earth actually flat. This was published by Vsauce. Um, definitely check them out. Yeah, Twitter.com slash TweetSauce. If you uh, um, Google it, or I mean, if you search for it on YouTube, it should be the first video that pops up. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's check it out. All there right. it is. Go. Michael here. In this 2003, researchers did the measurements and found that Kansas is, in fact, literally flatter than a pancake. What? Of course, the Earth is not flat. The Earth is round. Otherwise, travelers would be falling off the edge all the time. <laughs> right? <laughs> or would Wrong. they? Truman Show. If the Earth was not a ball shape, but was instead a flat disk like this plate, well, with the right density and thickness, living in the middle could feel pretty normal. But as you moved toward the edge, gravity on a disk Earth would slightly skew pushing at a greater and greater angle back toward the center. My friend Nick I just get the Yeti feeling Dynamics that this guy has a very high simulation. opinion of himself. The person in buildings obviously Probably. aren't the scale, but check out how such increasingly diagonal gravity would work. Although this is a flat disk, it would feel to a runner headed toward the edge like they were fighting to climb up a steeper and steeper hill. The building foundations behind the runner reflect how you would have to build structures closer and closer to the edge so that people living in them always Man, that felt robot like never gets tired. was oh. at right angles. <laughs> He's very floor. colorful too. The running and running and running and running. Now as you approach the edge, things would get scary. 
Remember, this is a it's flat pretty Earth, scary here. but it would feel like a sheer drop-off. This What's is really, really cool good uh, computer is that animation. Contrary to worth the checking don't out fall sure. off the edge. Oh, I get tired. On a flat oh, world, because of gravity, the scary risk would actually be falling away from the silhouette. Looks like Johnny Five though. The center. Kind of. Once you stepped over the edge, instead of falling off into space, you'd be able to relax. It would be a nice level place. This model, of course, neglects the fact that such a planet shape would be impossible. Anything as massive as the Earth, shaped like a flat disk, would, under its own gravity, naturally collapse back into a ball. This is why in outer space, everything more than a few hundred miles in diameter is round. Or so we've been told. Ooh. Don't look at me like that, motherfucker. Real. Oh, he just but raised the people's eyebrows. Is in fact flat, and science has been wrong all along. It's a misconception that Christopher Columbus discovered that the Earth is round. Virtually every scholar and major religion in the West accepted Earth's rotundity since at least the time of the ancient Greeks who, for instance, had noticed that boats disappear bottom first when sailing away. That was a pretty cool and globe. as you walk yeah, north and inflatable. south, stars like pop into and out of view. The misconception that only a few hundred years ago, lots and lots of people believed the Earth was flat, likely began in the modern era as a sort of insult. A, well, your people recently thought the Earth was flat, so why should we believe you now? The smear was repeated and published so often, it became accepted as historical fact. Flat Earther became synonymous with anti-science. It might seem flat over short distances, but over longer ones, well, the Earth is pretty darn curvy. The Verrazano Narrows Bridge, I like my Earth like I like my women. in Brooklyn, had to be designed with Earth's flatness <laughs> in mind. Wetter than wet, the ocean? Wet and curvy. 1,500 meters and perfectly vertical, are nonetheless 41 millimeters further apart at the top than at the bottom because of Earth's curvature. In the third century BC, Eratosthenes measured Eratosthenes, the differences between shadows you, cast You're by a bitch. in Alexandria to calculate more than 2,000 years before rockets and oh, space the arrows are gonna hit the, ground. the circumference of the entire globular Earth with, for the time, impressive accuracy. Word got around that the Earth was Ooh, a round shape after that. But in 1906, Wilbur Glenn Balava became head of a slightly bizarre religious sect that pretty much ran the city of Zion, <laughs> Illinois. Zion! Balava believed that the Earth was actually flat, and he enforced flat Earth teachings in schools in Zion. Oh my he God! Also that <laughs> wow, that city is like literally like 20 minutes. Balava believed at. not only that the Earth was flat, but that the Sun was only a few thousand miles away from Earth, not 93 million. He also believed that like the Sun the was only 32 miles mm -hmm. across, not 860,000. He sounds crazy, or does he? You see. The same phenomenon Eratosthenes measured could be explained by a flat Earth if the sun were only a few thousand miles away and 32 miles across. The math would work out the same. Today, with the power of the internet, Modern day flat hmm. earthers. Tell net neutrality. Where yeah. Balava left <laughs> we had off. it. They have quite have good to explanations for any week. evidence you throw at them that the Earth is round. Circumnavigation is really just a flat circle path. 
The round shadow Earth casts on the moon during a lunar eclipse could also be made by a flat disk. Time zones are caused by a spotlight sun. And remember how gravity would be totally different on a disk-shaped planet? Well, they argue that gravity as we know it simply doesn't exist. The flat disk of Earth is merely accelerating up at 9.8 meters per second. As for all of the photos and video evidence we now have that the Earth is round thanks to space exploration, well, all of that material is completely fabricated. Got a little tinfoil hat now. Perpetrated oh, by yeah. Big Globe. Space agencies, airlines, globe manufacturers, they are reaping the rewards of our globe manufacturers are in on this. Actually round. <laughs> Matt, know, the map manufacturers are trying to battle against and they're them. Hiding that truth from us. <laughs> is it merely a coincidence that the logo used by the Flat Earth Society is a projection of Earth centered on the North Pole and also happens to be the projection used by the United Nations? Are these people for real? Probably not most of them. But this is the crux of Poe's law. An adage that states Poe. that at their extremes, parody of extremism and sincere extremism are difficult to distinguish. Although clever, flat earth theories are predominantly ad hoc explanations, excuses made up on the spot that only address one issue and don't fit all the evidence. Science, of course, rejects a theory if a better one fits more of our observations. But why the egotistical obsession with our observations? Science doesn't a give a fuck about particle your feelings. could use the very same scientific <laughs> method Science ain't we about use a bitch. and no. conclude that the Earth was, in fact, flat. You see, at speeds near the speed of light, time slows down and lengths contract. One way we know this is that unstable muons created in the upper atmosphere by the collision of cosmic rays with the atmosphere should mostly decay before reaching Earth's surface. But yet, we detect a lot of them down here because their crazy fast speed literally means that from our perspective, their physics runs according to a slower clock. And to them, the distance they have to cover to the surface during their short lives is, from their perspective, much, much shorter than it appears to us. If you were a cosmic ray proton traveling at 99.9999999991% the speed of light, Earth would appear to be only 17 meters thick in the direction you traveled. So Earth is flat to them, but round to us. It is ball-shaped to some observers and flat to others. There doesn't appear to be a single most correctest in all circumstances answer. Susan Hack compares knowledge to a crossword puzzle. New answers interweave with old ones. They all reinforce one another. The clues are the questions we ask, and the way the answers fall into a predetermined grid, well, that's our confidence that we're on the right track. But that doesn't mean that confidence. one day there will be a finished puzzle, a complete answer. Recall Still the New number York one Times in my confidence famous 1996 league, crossword puzzle that came out the day Shout out before to CT the U.S. election for the, uh, creating this bad boy and Bob letting Dole. Eddie the Jerk win all this the money. The clue for 39 across was pretty crazy. <laughs> you seemed to need to be able to tell the future to answer it correctly. It simply said, lead story in tomorrow's newspaper. Blank elected. Well, that blank could be Clinton or Bob Dole. And who's to say which one until tomorrow? There's no way to know. But as it turned out, the answer was Clinton. 
or Bob Dole. No matter which you Three Masons! All the other I remember that. Fit. For instance, a black Halloween animal could either be a cat or a bat. Our knowledge about the outside world might be the same. A puzzle with no answer key, just the reassurance that the answers we think we know fit together, so they're probably correct. Though there's always the possibility that the answer to one clue or all of them will fundamentally not have a single definite satisfying answer. The puzzle may be playable forever. I like what Richard Feynman says about this. Some people say, how can you live without knowing? I do not know what they mean. I always live without knowing. That is easy. How you get to know is what I want to know. Hmm. You know? Ooh. And as always, wise words. Thanks for watching. I, I could have gone with that last, you know, but that, that was pretty interesting there. Yeah. The tweet sauce. Yeah, big up to tweet Good sauce. Good job on the video. Yep. So I think we can probably, you know, we can probably presume at this point that the earth is not flat until more solid evidence comes out that says that it actually is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more things in life to be preoccupied with. Proving the earth is flat is, unless you can make a shitload of money from doing it, just don't waste your time. Yeah. So, all right. All right. With that said, we got a little social media action. If you guys are listening to this, you probably know where to find us. But if you don't, this is your first time. The Jerk of All Trades podcast is on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Go ahead and follow us and like us and love us and do whatever you got to do to get your jerk on with us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or get your jerk on, get your jerk or off. Or maybe you jerk off with us yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be a new. <laughs> that'll that'll be a new segment. Yeah. Jerk off with the jerks. Jerk off with the jerks. <laughs> I'm actually looking at the next story right now, and I'm watching someone putting condoms onto uh, like uh, silver Ooh. silver bullet things. You know what? We could get some of those condoms if uh, we get a few donations to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash joat podcast. Uh, you want to throw us a dollar or two? Three or four. I'm not. I don't even remember what the tiers are anymore. But uh, we are there. If you want to give us some money, we truly appreciate it. And uh, <clears throat> not only that, but uh, joetpodcast.com, which is the home of the jerks. Uh, you get your show notes, your funny pictures, stuff that we sometimes add to uh, the website that is not on the podcast. So some funny pictures and uh, show notes and stuff. And of course, all the videos that we play can be found on the website. Absolutely. And then subscribe, 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 tell your friends to subscribe, share the podcast, share whatever you can. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, tune in. We are all day, every day, everywhere. Uh, you cannot not find us. Soon to be on Spotify, too. So uh, look out for that Spotify. We'll let you know when it comes Absolutely. up. And uh, leave a comment and review if you do so, please. And hit us up at jerkofalltradespodcast at gmail.com, and we will be back after the break. Yes, break, break, break. Hey, what's up, guys? Ray the Jerk from the Jerk of All Trades podcast with an offer just for you, the listener of the Jerk of All Trades podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their sensational service. I've got a recommendation for you once you get your trial all set up, and that is Robert Anton Wilson's Cosmic Trigger, Volume 1, 
the final secret of the Illuminati. Trust me when I say you'll be declaring yourself a pope in no time flat. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast to get your free audiobook courtesy of the jerks. All right, guys, we are back. And as you guys know, we scour the web every week to bring you the best stories DuckDuckGo can find. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm sure you all have heard of smartphones and smart TVs, but are you ready for smart condoms? Are you ready? That's right, my friends. Not only is your TV smart, not only is your phone smart, but now scientists are developing smarter condoms ray i absolutely love this story this is just absolutely goddamn ridiculous i mean i want to mention <laughs> that the condom like this actually really isn't a condom though like this is like a thing you it's like have, a fitbit it's yeah like- <laughs> it's like a fitbit for your dick yeah. it's like a dick bit it's a dick bit <laughs> That's probably a bad name for it. <laughs> oh, man. It measures how many calories you burn during sexual intercourse, the frequency slash duration of your sessions, and detects if there's any uh, sexually transmitted infections. That which, is bizarre. Which, yeah, I kind of feel like it could be an invasion of privacy. But uh, mm-hmm. I always wondered, like, because you know how, like, after you get done, you know, doing the deed and stuff, you always brag about it, like, yeah, you know, I was up in that nah, forever and shit. But now it's like, you know, if there's, oh, a- were you? Let's uh, <laughs> let's up, let's because you can actually let's measure see some your, of the data. Yeah, you can measure. You actually can measure yourself against other users too. So they're like creating a community around this that no one wants to be a part of. There's oh, no, no one. There's no one that wants to utilize this. That. Is the greatest thing ever. I think this is so fun. Like this is probably the cool. This is like the coolest thing. I think. You know what? Uh, I'll tell you what. You know what the deal breaker for me on this thing is? What's that? Uh, Ray don't use condoms, so I, that's what I was thinking when yeah. I found this story. I was like, man, you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure Ray doesn't partake. But, yeah. Uh, so I mean, but once again, though, like this thing actually, you have to wear a regular condom, and then this yeah. thing like fits over it on the bottom, like it, you put it at the base of your uh, your uh, your member. Yeah. <laughs> Space so, of the shaft there, and the, right, it's so like got, double condoming, which which should actually help your performance, right? I would like it, to see the picture of. Well, here's the thing, though. Once again, I don't know. Is there a picture of it? I don't know that it actually no. fits over the whole penis. I think it's just it's a ring. I think that just fits around the. It's like basically like a fucking. Uh, it's like a, a super advanced cock ring. It seems like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're calling the, it the uh, Icon Smart Condom. They're selling this damn thing for about 80 bucks a piece. Yeah, not as much as you would think. So, uh, you know, a Fitbits are like 150 bucks, so might as well get your dick bit for half price. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, this thing is definitely pretty bizarre. I, I, I mean, I guess the sexually transmitted thing is, you know, kind of an interesting aspect of it, but <laughs> I, I don't know that I... You don't want to know, like, how much work you put in on that? Not, not really. Not really. <laughs> I don't really want to do much of anything afterwards. Well, I, I kind of just want to lay there. I definitely don't want to like go online. Like I love like who would like upload that. This is like on porn sites when they have like, you know, like this video on Facebook or share it on, you know, Twitter. Like who's doing this? 
who is sharing this stuff on their social media page when you know they're not just trying to be funny? <laughs> this is great. It's got a nano chip built inside with Bluetooth. There you so go. If people's dicks start falling off because of the Bluetooth waves, like the microwaves from the Bluetooth, I am definitely uh, getting my robot lawyer. Yeah. So if, if the Bluetooth causes you to have blue balls, then that's yeah. a problem. Big, big, big problem. But uh, oh, I mean, we're talking about duration, speed, girth measurements. I thought I said girth movements at first. Uh, it it says it would help, like uh, improve the the you know the wearer's sex life, like. It, it just it's just so interesting to me that you can get the hard data now like no. <laughs> like if a girl says like ah, that wasn't shit you know you didn't do no, didn't do nothing it's like man girl look at this i was up in that thing 18 minutes 45 seconds but here's the deal though does it measure the amount of <laughs> orgasms that she had or faked so that, that might have to be like the female version right like they're gonna have to make a, a female girl condom uh yeah, uh, <laughs> dick the, the 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 eye the eye dent, <laughs> the eye dental dam. Well, which my whole purpose in life would be to break that fucking thing as uh, hard as I can. <laughs> oh boy! But uh, well, you know, I, I mean, I got my dick bit. You don't have to copy me and get your vag bit. <laughs> but yeah. they're saying here all the data is kept anonymous, and uh, <laughs> like you oh, we know how that have goes. the option to share, like. Uh, it's only a matter of time to some politician has his dick bit hacked. Oh my god, for sure. <laughs> and Anthony Weiner, he's not. He, it's not bad enough. He's already a Weiner himself. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, his three minute forty five second Iron Man matches. Oh my god, aren't really doing the trick. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait for fucking uh, for Flint to, to million dollars <laughs> for, for Donald, Donald Trump's <laughs> fucking dick bit fucking information. Oh my god. Oh, oh would be the best thing great. ever. So uh, I guess this is big overseas in the United Kingdom. Uh, the condom company is claiming that nearly 900,000 people have already showed interest in the gadget and have pre-ordered the condom. So I wonder if 900,000 people pre-ordered it or I bet they got... If it was like a survey, maybe. I think that they got 900,000 hits to their uh, to their website probably. And then some people also pre-ordered the condom. I don't trust the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail is fucking... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe in a couple of weeks you won't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah, maybe that'll get blocked. <laughs> Everything from uh, UK will get blocked. So. Uh, I'm going to miss my dick bit stories. Yeah. Well, we'll find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Goddamn so. right. Where there's a dick bit, there's a way. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, combining our next innovation with the last one could certainly lead to some interesting results. So, let's talk about the bi- the bionic lens giving new meaning to the term 2020. An yeah. interesting... This thing actually should be coming out around 2020. Yeah, that's the launch year they're looking at. <clears throat> the bionic lens is a dynamic lens that replaces the natural lens inside of your eye via one of the most common and successful procedures in medicine, cataract surgery. So I got uh, cataracts, right? <laughs> I need that for my cataract. Uh, once there, the lens restores clear vision at all distances without any visual visual quality problems. It can also auto-regulate within the eye by connecting the muscles that change the curvature of the natural lenses, which allows it to focus at flat different eye theory. ranges. Yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> that as I was reading it. The eyeball is flat. I've <laughs> known it all along. It's fucking flat. Uh, my bionic lens is giving me the data. My <laughs> eye is flat. You lied oh, to me boy. this whole time. But, uh, yeah, this is cool. I, I really like this story. Um, yeah. 
let me just see here. The bionic lens is saying that uh, it responds with less than one one hundredth the amount of energy of the natural lens, which I guess would prevent eye fatigue, like especially if like you're reading a book or something. Um, yeah, I mean, it give you superhuman vision. It would allow you to be able to see much further and at much clearer oh, uh, visibility yeah. than what you currently can do. They use an example of like looking at a clock from like, you know, 10 feet, 10 feet away and then 30 feet away. And this would allow you to be able to do, you know, have that perfect vision of something smaller at a much uh, further away. Yeah. Um, so you're getting Hawkeyes. You're getting that 2020 vision like a motherfucker like you've never had before. You get no eye strain. Like it's going to protect your eyes like a mug. Like this thing is just all the way around such a cool idea. I'm I'm all on board with it. Yeah, there's a lot of other different stuff that they're saying that you can uh, that they can in the future utilize it because they're going to let third party uh, software developers work on this thing. Uh, but they're saying that one of the big things on this is being able to install projection systems. So being able, Ooh. like what you've you know seen in all the future stuff, you know, like I you know I'm able to you know take you know, what's on the computer screen or whatever, or what's on my phone. And like, I'm able to project it in front of me and like, you know, out of my eyeball. Um, That's once again, some cool. black mirror shit. So, yes. Um, so they'd be able to do that. They can use it. That to... is what I was hoping Google glass would be instead of the glasses. It should have been like a contact. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, this obviously is going to require surgery. I think, you know, one of the problems with this once again, though, is that, as this like AI integration into actual, like actually integrating it into our bodies, which I think the bottom line is that's where the future on this stuff is. Oh, I'm all about it. Um, but the problem is, is the cost prohibition um, to people, you know, like this thing, that's each only 3,200 bucks for each lens. Eh. And that doesn't cost seven that, grand for fucking 2020 vision. The rest of your life with projections coming out of your eyes. Doesn't if you can't get laid with eyeball projections coming out of your eyes, you're never going to get laid. <laughs> Here's well. Here's the problem too, though. Now, now you might not have beer goggles anymore. No. Oh no. <laughs> so now you might really be fucking yourself. How does yourself. alcohol affect the bionic lenses? That's such know. an interesting idea. I don't know. We uh, will have to. <laughs> if enough people donate to the podcast, I did want to say too that these are actually not just seven thousand dollars because the article actually says that that does not include the price of the surgery. So yeah. they would literally just hand it to you, and then you would just like, you know, I know, I know a guy who I think. <laughs> The he, black market. He once he once launched a rocket into space to prove the Earth was flat, and I know that he can he can definitely do this surgery for me. It's one of the most successful surgeries fucking in all of medicine. Hell yeah! So he could definitely do it. So. Dude, give me my and Amazon my Amazon key with my dick bit. And my bionic lenses and Eddie the Jerk is going to be a happy, happy, happy man. Yeah. So I, I definitely think this is cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we still the same thing for me. It's going to put some people at an unfair advantage. So well, uh, uh, at something else, too, it's saying here that uh, it will treat all your eye conditions. Yeah. But so. uh, it can't treat color blindness, cloudy corneas, severe mm -hmm. macular degeneration, which is like the main thing because macular degeneration is such a bad, bad bad deal macular degeneration next who's gonna kick it oh well, so uh hopefully they can get the upgrades going on for people with really bad eye problems yeah because like it's nice to have it when you have good vision but there are people out there that don't have good vision that they could really make use of this for hopefully down in the future yeah i definitely don't have good vision but i don't have any of those things though but i would like to have cataracts <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, wait. You're moving to Colorado for sure, yeah, then. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want my cataracts. Well, after I get my uh, bionic lenses, I'm going to Brazil so I can take some ayahuasca and have a completely next level 
visionary experience. Well, Eddie, I got some good news. I know how you can get that for free, but I've also got some bad news, and that's you're going to have to kill someone when you go to Brazil. So, Because they're giving it for free to prisoners. So, that is true, yes. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. So um, they're saying rather than the system of continued abuse and alienation that many modern prisons employ, and we definitely know about that here, uh, some of Brazil's prisons are going to start offering holistic services to encourage rehabilitation in inmates. Um, so they're actually already offering uh, Brazilian uh, prisoners are being offered guided healing practices like yoga, uh, Reiki, uh, meditation, and in some locations now, ayahuasca journeying. So yes, yeah, this is definitely this is great. a very progressive idea. Yeah, absolutely. So you know these people. Um, <clears throat> You know, obviously, there's a lot of you know people who've done this now, and there's a lot of a lot more information out about uh, ayahuasca and like kind of the experience of you know what it does to you. And um, so these people are basically you know that have done some bad things. They you know go into this ayahuasca realm, they go into the DMT realm, and they're you know kind of forced to confront the you know the things that they've done. They talk. Uh, there's a particular prisoner in here that talks about how when he he's gone on his ayahuasca trips that he's been um, interacting with the person person that he killed and that he's been like, you know, trying to like work through that. Um, and you know, he says, you know, like forgiving them and stuff, um, but really like forgiving himself. Um, and I think that that's a really, uh, that's, you know, let's, let's it's think a big diff- part of it. Yeah. Let's think differently because you know what we're, you know, what we're doing now, you know, just putting people in a cell and obviously, you know, here where we've got, you know, the privatized prison system where it's just about the money, um, uh, you know, like, let's actually try to like, instead of put these people behind bars and make money off of them. Like let's actually look at a way that we can actually rehabilitate people. You know, this is not just like, you know, that's the problem though, is that it's just looked at it as like, Oh, it's a drug. So, you know, like we're now we're get. I can certainly see a lot of people. We're just going to give prisoners drugs now. Like, you know, yeah, but that's not what this is. That's a very non open-minded way to, to think about it. I It's taken the, these are violent criminals, like you said, people that have murdered people. They go into the ayahuasca journey and they come out, hopefully, a better person. You know, a nonviolent, understanding, maybe a little more compassionate. Um, you know, and it's taking these guys, I'm assuming they're uh, most of them are men, and bringing them out a better person. It's just like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Like, yeah. everybody deserves a second chance. I know murder is extremely bad. And, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, we can all be a little more forgiving and uh, give people a second chance. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about it. Uh, you know, we talked about the um, death row, you know, one of the early podcasts. And so I don't think that this is the answer. Um, you know, they've actually been having a lot of issues in Brazil. Their, uh, their prison population has actually doubled since the year 2000. Um, they said the conditions are uh, grossly overcrowded. Oh. Um, so retreats are kind of a pilot to try to reduce, um, you know, people, you know, in prison. Um, and for now, it's just a few inmates participating. And it's too early to tell whether the treatments will keep them from reentering the criminal justice system. Uh, but it's a starting point. You know, this is, uh, you know, uh, a beginning point, And hopefully this works. You know, it's been proven to work for, you know, things like uh, PTSD and addiction and depression. Yes. And obviously the people that go down those roads, um, you know, have something in their past that probably led them to that for the most part. I mean, there are people that are just, you know, I mean, it's the nature versus nurture. But, you know, I mean, there are sociopaths and that type of thing. And obviously, you know, that may not work for them. 
Uh, it may though. It may you, you know trigger know. something inside of their brain. It may you know wire things differently. So that'd be interesting to see how that you know progressive medicine, man. Ayahuasca is mm. obviously very dangerous. Um, you know what they're doing in Brazil is better than doing it by yourself. You know, yeah, absolutely. They're doing it in a in a guided way. Um, you know, they they treat this with a a lot of respect, and I think that you definitely need to do that. But I think there's something here because when you talk about PTSD, ad- addiction, and depression, you talk about sur- soldiers coming home from overseas with a lot of problems uh, and mental problems, mental issues. Um, they've seen a lot of crazy shit, and they've yeah. probably done a lot of crazy shit. I've heard stories personally yeah. of people having to do very, very, very bad things uh, yes, you know, overseas, and then they come home and they're all fucked up. Uh, yeah, I've got a I've got a buddy that man, he had a lot of fucked up shit happen to him there, and you know lost a lot of people that were close to him. And uh, yeah, I mean he definitely has a lot of issues that are you know because you know happened because of that. Um, and say there's like you know we have doctors and we have healthcare and stuff. What if we were able to get, have doctors do this with with people that need it for addiction, depression, and PTSD and stuff? Have them go get their ayahuasca journey on for, I don't know, a couple hours maybe. I don't know how long it takes to go through all that. Uh, like six, I think six to eight hours. Okay, well, it's like a spa resort. Mm-hmm. You go there for a day, like, you know, eight, nine hours. You just hang out. You get your treatment, and hopefully you're coming out, you know, with, with your sy- symptoms all relieved and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and there that's definitely something that is going to hopefully be happening more. Uh, we talked before about uh, ketamine being used for depression. Yes. And I was actually quite surprised to see that there is actually a place in uh, the city right by me, Milwaukee, that actually does ketamine treatment for depression. Um, and then there is also in Chicago, there is a place that does ketamine uh, for depression. So I was actually surprised. I didn't realize that it was uh, it was as broad and utilize at this point. So um, I'd like to see, you know, other things like, you know, DMT and MDMA and psilocybin and LSD used for those things as well, because I think that they can um, do a lot of good for people. And so it's interesting to see the angle of utilizing it for people inside of the prison system, you know, because they've got a lot of baggage and uh, hopefully, you know, instead of just, you know, killing them like yeah, let's try to say. let's try to rehabilitate them they're not going anywhere anyways so might as well you know guinea guinea pick them up a little bit maybe yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> i hate to use it like that but like that's kind of what they're doing but i i imagine in brazil they have a better grasp on what they're doing with the ayahuasca journeys than uh us in the united states here. yeah so uh, i like it though i definitely like it it's progressive than a motherfucker and uh, i'm all about it man yeah it's definitely cool so uh, with that being said, uh, that is it for the topics this week. But, um, you know, we're bringing the new segment this week, which was birthed out of the motherfucking Muppets. Once again, fuck you, Muppets, uh, who <laughs> killed the universal call out. And so we got some wise words from the Muppets. And now we've got some wise words from the jerks. So, Eddie, give it to him and then I'll, uh, yeah. I'll give him mine. Well, obviously, if you're listening to the JOAT podcast, uh, you like listening to what me and Ray have to say on a weekly basis. So uh, we give you a little bit extra at the end of the show here. Uh, my wise wise words this week is invest in yourself. Uh, obviously, you know, it's hard to scrape up money here and there to just hold on to and to save. <clears throat> but uh, if you're going to save some money, just put it in your own bank account 
and when you have to make a move or when you have to buy, purchase something, uh, be very mindful of it. Just just know, understand what you're buying and what you're what it's being used for. And the most important thing is to invest in yourself. If you have to spend a big dollar amount on something, hopefully it can be used over and over and over again uh, to possibly even make more money in the, over the next month and the month after that and the month after after that. So my wise words for this week is be smart with your money and invest in yourself. Look at that. So I actually, uh, when we discussed this, I actually, uh, I guess I had a different interpretation of what we were going to do with this. And so my wise words actually don't come from me. They're actually a quote from someone. Um, but once but again, if it's a it's, good quote, right. They probably still, might not have ever heard it. Right. So it, it still works. So, but I definitely agree with Eddie as well. Invest in yourself, believe in yourself. Cause if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. So those can be my wise words is believe in yourself. That's a big part of it too. Um, but yeah, my, uh, my wise words, this is a quote from, uh, Carl Jung, uh, who I'm a big fan of. So, um, and it is, if we wish to stay on the heights we have reached, we must struggle all the time to consolidate our consciousness and its attitude. But we soon discover that this praiseworthy and apparently unavoidable battle with the years leads to stagnation and the desiccation of soul. Our convictions become platitudes ground out on a barrel organ. Our ideals become starchy habits. Enthusiasm stiffens into automatic gestures. The source of the water of life seeps away. We ourselves may not notice it, but everyone else does, and that is even more painful. If we should risk a little introspection, coupled perhaps with an energetic attempt to be honest for once with ourselves, we may get a dim idea of all the wants, longings, and fears that have accumulated down there, a repulsive and sinister sight. The mind shies away, but life wants to flow down into the depths. Fate itself seems to preserve us from this, for each of us has a tendency to become an immovable pillar of the past. Wow. So, there it is. Carl so, Young. Yes, yeah, so, basically... You're, uh, everyone is kind of stuck in, you know, they kind of become stagnated and stuck in themselves. And, uh, you know, you've got to go down into the depths of yourself. You've got to go down deep into your subconscious and you've got to dig that shit out and you've got to figure out, you know, why those things are there. And, you know, you've got to work them out and bring them into the conscious realm and hopefully, you know, become a better version of you, you know, not just be the person you were yesterday. And you can do this each and every day in little ways. And so, yeah. Nice. I like it. it. Yeah, I like it a lot. So, all right. So uh, with the wise words in the bag, we got to check in Spirobot and hopefully get some more inspiration from that. So, Eddie, you want to go first? You're not going to believe my Spirobot. Give it to me. (laughs) It has the earth on it. Oh, boy. (laughs) From space. Make sure to save that. Hold on. Let me just uh, show it to you real quick here. Oh, man. How's that for Spirobot spying on everybody? Oh, boy. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It says, those who have the ability to believe in science have the ability to listen to taxes. They, it really was it really was connecting until the end there. Taxes. That, uh, that's what makes it uh, random, I guess. Yeah. Inspirobot. Well, yeah, definitely uh, definitely save that one. We'll put that one Damn up. Damn you, on. Inspirobot, hacking my uh, search history or whatever the hell I'm doing on my stupid yeah. Chromebook here. Yeah, Google. God damn you, Google. All right, here we go. Give me something good in Spiral Bot. It's a guy. 
He's sitting on uh, on the edge of a mountain, looking out into the abyss. It says, "Nobody can be needlessly fabulous." Uh, to me, that's funny. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Inspire about again. Yes. So um, that is all. See you guys next week. All right. We love you. Stick with us. We are out. Bye-bye.